Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. This is Sam. Yes, sir. I'm here. I don't know what's happening with this phone. It's got to be the phone. It can't be the operator. Oh, no. I, I punched a button inside there uh, that started a second recording as a backup, you know, just in case. Okay. I I don't see the question. Uh, I'm going to look again, but I don't see the question. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm you gonna, could, I'm go gonna ahead. just kind of just read them. You know, just yeah. You just, can just walk with them. We do. How many is it? Uh, well, there's a lot of them, but what we've been doing is just tailoring it. You know, just based on how the conversation goes. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, I wish I had a look at them. Um, now uh, I got you. But it's not on my inbox. Did you make any? You didn't do no. You didn't do no. Um, right, I didn't do dot net. I I did um, dot com. So let, let me go in there and see. Maybe because uh, I was at work when I did it. Okay. And you know that, and it was a slow internet connection. Uh huh. So let me see what it what it did. And I am I'm not seeing it, so I'm gonna send it again. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna just um Hit forward, and not even bother to edit it or anything. Just forward what I'd sent to someone else before, and I'm hitting. Um, let's see. Oh, L L. There it is. No, no. O A. Yes, O A L. L E N J R at AOL dot com. Correct. And I'm hitting send. All right. Okay, it says it's been sent. And so once, you know, once China signs off on it and everything, then you you should do it. What you call it, China? China. Well, you know, China and Russia snooping on our emails and stuff. That's why, you know, I don't put certain things in an email. Did it come through? 
still there, Elder? Hey, how'd it turn out? Hey, hey it's mine. Uh-huh. She just got finished, huh? Yeah. Ooh, that's a long time.
interesting. I was doing a conference call interview. Looks like got this Mr. Sanderson? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm back. Yes, welcome back. I'm not sure what happened, but, you know, hopefully through all that you got the email. I did. That is good. Very good. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm trying to get it. Uh, I'm on my hard drive now. I'm going to get it where I can... Uh, Make it larger. Okay. Where are we I see some of these things will be short. <laughs> of course. And then some of them I probably won't even ask. But, yeah. I, you know, the ones with the asterisk yeah. or the ones, yeah. But I, I may not even ask some of them, you know. It just all depends on how the, how the conversation goes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to tape it. I am, and I'm taping it two ways so that if there's a disconnect or something, I'll be able to still cut and paste and edit it all back together, you know. Um, yes. Okay. Um Uh, all right. Okay, I'm going to do a, I'm going to hit record and then do kind of a silent five count. And then I'll, you know, ask you, I'll just kind of do an intro. Uh, okay. And then we'll, we'll go from there. All right. Here we go. I'm hitting record. Hello. My name Hello. is Will. I'm here. My name is Willie Sandifer, and we're here for the fourth of our installments on the Black History Profiles. And with me via the magic of teleconferencing is presiding elder Oliver Allen, Jr. Elder Allen, how are you doing today? Doing fine. Doing great. That is good. Very good. Um, what, what year were you born, Elder? I was born in 1945, August the 2nd, and I, I don't remember what day of the week it was. <laughs> oh, I, I understand. Um, did your parents tell you anything else about that day? Like, you know, like was it raining? Or, or... No, we. I have never experienced that. We we talked, but not about the day. I see. Um, where were you born? I was born in I was born in Baldwin County, but I grew up in Mobile. That's where okay. my grandfather lives in Baldwin County. I see. Now, why were you given your first middle and middle name? Well, my father's name is Oliver Allen, and I'm really a junior. Um, 
but he gave me his name uh, when I was born. Okay. So who was more strict, your mother or your father? Well, I, I spent I spent a few years with my grandparents, and yes. my grandfather was a, he was a mild mannered, easygoing man. Church loved the Lord, and he he didn't have a whole lot of discipline. He did talking, and my grandmother I was the only boy in 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 the family at that time. And she just about all, she tried to spoil me, but I wouldn't let her. <laughs> okay. so my, grandmother, my grandmother had the biggest influence on me at that time. She was just a stay-at-home mom, and uh, she she cooked well and fed us well. Okay. Well, how did your family compare to other families in the neighborhood? Uh, when I would go and live with my grandparents, you know, out in the country, they, the people was they didn't live just right next to each other. But later on in life, my grandfather moved to a place that uh, they were just houses in the community. But uh, in Mobile, when I was growing up, Mobile was, uh, you know, the city. We didn't have a whole lot of, uh, um, we didn't have any fields and that kind of stuff. You had to go to Baldwin County at that time to go work in the fields. I didn't, but most most of the adults did. I see. But what responsibilities did you have at home when you were growing up? Um Early in my life, as I told you, I spent most of, a lot of time with my grandparents. My grandmother was trying to spoil me by not letting me do anything. My, but now, when it, with my mother, my chore was to wash the dishes. Okay. I had to wash the dishes. And my mother cooked. She cooked and everything she had in the kitchen. That sounds good. So what kind of school did you go to? Beg pardon? What kind of school did you go to? Oh, school. Okay. Um, I went to um, Central, uh, well, I went to a school named Anna T. Jean's early uh, elementary school. Then I went to Central High School and I graduated from Central High School in 1963. Okay. Uh, did you have any like heroes or role models when you were uh, when you were a child? Uh, no, not really. Um, when I was, when, I remember in 1952, my sister was born, and we we had a man come to. Uh, Dr. H. O. Swanson, you may not know him, but he he was moved to Metropolitan in Mobile, and he treated me like I was his son. And so he all through my ministry before he died about about ten years ago. All through my ministry, he he was my idol. I guess that's why I ended up in the ministry too. 
Oh, and my next question is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I wanted to be, I wanted to go to school and eventually work my way into being a judge. And that was what I said when I was in school. I don't know why, but. (laughs) So what big world events do you remember from the time you were growing up? Um. Well, uh, ironically, the 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 movement um, in Mobile was normally it was kept very very quiet, low key, and so in my age and age group, we didn't see a whole lot of things, and there were not a whole lot of things going on because of the economy, and then, uh, but the biggest thing that happened in Mobile was when uh, Dr. King came to Mobile. Uh, that was to me because I was a very young man at that time. You get a chance to talk with him or shake his hand or anything like that? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Uh, that would have been in 1958. So I was about 12, 13 years old then. But, you know, I was raised, children don't hang around when grown-ups speaking, children have to take the back room. Oh, I understand. So you didn't yeah. put your way to trying to... I just happened to see him. Not really changing the subject, but what inventions do you remember most? Uh, gosh... That's a hard question. Um, when I when I came along, cars were were if you had a car, you you were uptown. And I had an uncle. He every three years he got a new car, so that was big to us. He would come and show everybody the new car, and he was getting one every three years. Uh, I can remember when he bought a brand new Ford Fairlane convertible. That was, uh, I think, that was in '58. And man, that that was a big thing then. Wow! Did you serve in the military? I did. I served in the army. I left. Uh, I left Mobile going in the Air Force, and we had to go to went to um, Jackson, Mississippi, and I had uh, I was there for a week. Was supposed to be, and so after a week's time, they were going to send me back home. And I told them I'd been down there so long; it was I was going somewhere, but I wasn't going back home at that time. So. I ended up staying there, and because we had met another guy, we met it up. And because uh, it w- we didn't have anywhere to go, the apples had a waiting line. So I told him, and he told us, let's go in the Army. So we signed up on the buddy system. So I went in the Army in Jackson, Mississippi. I remember that so well. Wow. 
So how did you decide what you wanted to do with your life? How did I decide? Yes. Um, like I tell you, my grandfather was, uh, he was a church man. He worked six days a week, and he went to church. And uh, in Mobile, my sister and I, we walked to church uh, a good distance. And so I was always around the church. Uh, I have, my grandfather told me about times when every time, I didn't know this myself, but I was about eight, nine months old. Every time I go to church, uh, I would sit there and then get out of somebody's lap or hit the floor, and I'd go straight to the pulpit. Every time, they have, they would have to come back and get me. Okay. So it appears that I was headed for the for the for the pulpit area at an early age. But now my grandfather told me that and that that kind of stayed with me, especially when I was in the military. How did you meet your spouse? Well, my uh, my at, at the time my sister was living in Tuskegee, and my wife's first job from college was in Opelika, but she was living in Tuskegee. And uh, my sister was working at the school in Tuskegee, but she knew my wife from living in Tuskegee with them. She met her, rather. So she invited my wife uh, is from uh, just north uh, Mobile County. I didn't know her. She didn't know me. My sister had met her, and so my sister invited her to our house in Mobile to spend a weekend. Well, uh, that's where I met her. I met her one morning. I just got off work, and my sister asked me to go down and pick them up, pick her up, and uh, it's been going ever since. What did you like about her? Uh, she was quiet. Of course, she was very attractive, but she was quiet. And she seemed to have a personality where, you know, she just sat back, didn't say anything, but she knew what to do and how to do it. And so when right after I met her, uh, a couple of weeks or so, she went to uh, Detroit, Ann Arbor, on vacation. And uh, her, I, I seemed to call. She was supposed to stay in Detroit and get work up there, but I called her every day, sometimes twice a day, <laughs> trying to get her to remind her she need to come back home because I'm, I'm waiting on her. <laughs> Yeah, so that's 47 years ago. Be 48 next month. Wow. Yeah, that was in 1969, and we got married in 1970. How many children do you have? We have three daughters and four grandchildren. The life, the love of my life is my family. Uh, it was so ironic. Uh, I'm the only boy 
in my, my immediate family and was that until late 50s. Then I have all sisters. I have four sisters. And uh, then when we start, my wife started having children, we started having children, we ended up with three girls. So I've been around these ladies a long time. <laughs> have you ever had any nicknames as a child or as an adult? Yes. Uh, as I said, I have all sisters. And my oldest sister, uh, my my oldest sister, they named her sister. That was her pet name. And so when I came along, I was the brother. I was the brother to all four of them. So that's what they called me, brother. Okay. What do you think are your three best qualities? Uh, I'm, I'm a people person. Uh, I don't find, I love to meet and greet and talk with people. Uh, I have, uh, I'm gifted with numbers. God has blessed me with that ability. Uh, at one time, I was going to Bishop State in Mobile, uh, and I was majoring in math. Uh, so mathematics numbers was my favorite. Which do you think um, you have the most of, talent, intelligence, education, or persistence? Uh I could I could say compassion. I know that I don't remember hearing that name, but I could say compassion because I I have that inner feeling all the time, feeling sorry for people, and uh, God has gifted me with that in my ministry. Uh, people are attracted to me, and I'm attracted to people. What's your so, favorite? What's your favorite book, and why? My, my favorite book is the Bible, and why is because it it just it, it handles every facet of my life and everybody else's life. It 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 gives you everything that you need. As I tell some people, joking, the Bible is like a smorgasbord. You know, you go to one of those, eat all you want. Right. They have a large selection of um, things to offer. And so I have in my pursuit of ministry and pastoring the church, uh, I've spent more time in that book than all of the others. Now, I have some other books that I read um, that I'm very fond of. Uh, one particular is... Uh, uh, book called Masculine Mandate, Mandate, and uh, it's it's a book about where God made created a uh, made uh, Adam and Eve, and it it, it focuses on uh, what we as men are supposed to be doing relevant to what God intends for us to be. 
So I, I really enjoyed that. I don't. I used to read some other books, but I, I, I stopped doing that. But I spend most of my time now reading the Bible. Who are three people in history you admire the most and why? Um, Jackie Robinson, because he broke the color line. <clears throat> I, um, uh, President John Kennedy and Dr. King. President Kennedy, because he was such a gentleman, such a kind man in running, you know, he followed some of those hardcore presidents. Uh, Dr. King, uh, he was just, he just blew my mind when he preaches and speaks. But whenever he would just speak, he was always preaching. But he had a way of just captivating me and others too. But those were three people that I really admire. And I love Jackie Robson because I used to play baseball. And as a kid, I grew up hearing about him. And in baseball, that's that's what we did as kids. You know, you had to play baseball. What have been the biggest news events during your lifetime and why? Uh, the biggest news event during my lifetime was uh, when man put their uh, when they put their foot on on uh, the moon. Uh, that was the biggest big event that I've ever experienced. And uh, there are other things that were around. I remember Jack uh, Satchel Page, and I remember some other things relevant to sports. But Dr. King would probably be the top of the line. What's the most memorable phone call that you ever received? When I was pastoring in Creola, Alabama, uh, that was my well, that was my second church. And uh, I I went to every meeting that we had. You know, we have a lot of meetings. And I used to go to all the meetings. And on this particular time, I didn't go to planning meeting, Bishop Lineup. And on Friday, President Nell called me and told me he had some information. He said, are you sitting down? I said, no, sir, but I will. And it was when I got moved from Creola to Montrose. Um, I was to go that Saturday. That was on a Friday evening. And I was supposed to report there on a Saturday for a funeral. That was a big thing for me. How far away were the two from each other? The children, you say? How far away were where you were versus where your new appointment was that you had to be there on the Saturday? Oh, okay. Distance-wise, Mobile, where I live, was about 
the right in between going to Creola. Creola was in Mobile County, but uh, Montrose was in Baldwin County, what we call right across the bay. And so it was about equal distance in travel. That was not a uh, big thing. Now, the first church I pastored was over in Baymanette. Baymanette was about 50 miles from where I lived. But Riola to Montrose, and I had to go there for a funeral. So that was a big thing. What impressed you the most about racism? Um, I'm not impressed by one thing, but race, uh, I told you once before, when I was in Mississippi, how they fed us when we, I had to march to the cafeteria and then go in the back of the cafeteria and sit down at a table, uh, table for six. And it was something like 25 or 30 of us, and then we had 30 minutes to eat. And I really, that was my real first time ever getting a real close-up of racism. Where I live, racism existed, but it wasn't, we didn't have any marches, and we didn't have any, 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 uh, even the civil rights people in Mobile, they kept everything away. Uh, uh, I wish I could name all of those people, but they did. And, and Dr. King, when Dr. King came there, he didn't come there and speak. He just came there and stopped there on his way to Mississippi. So that's when I really got a good dose of uh, racism. I mean, even in Mobile, it wasn't like that. Wow. So I'm, I'm jumping to present day. Uh, do you have any hobbies or special interests? Oh, yeah. I'm, I love golf. I love bowling. Um, I used to bowl. Uh, I probably bowled 30 years. Uh, 20 something, well, 25, 30, yeah, 30 years. I bowled a perfect game in 1979. Uh, We had our, in Mobile, they had the bowling tournament, city city tournament, and I bowled in that. Of course, I won that tournament, and then I bowled with doubles, and I won that tournament. And I used to go from Mobile to Memphis to Cincinnati to Arkansas to Bow. Uh, most people have said that I had a pretty good ball. But I played golf, and also I played baseball. But I, 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 I wasn't playing enough to be, you know, I knew a lot of guys who, who were uh, chosen from even from our neighborhood, like Hank Aaron. We didn't yeah. have a flock. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron had uh, had two brothers and two sisters. 
his sister and I went to school together. We played in the band in high school. Yeah, I was in the music, too. <laughs> what instrument did you play? I played the trombone. Okay. All right. So what do you remember most about your 20s? Well, I remember when I got my first car, uh, I was 22. I got a brand new Chevelle Super Sport four speed in the floor for a 325 uh, horses in the engine. Wow. That was <laughs> that was another talk of the town. <laughs> what about your 30s? Uh, well, my 30s was uh, we we were have we had had a couple of children then, and so um, we uh, I was twenty six when we got married, and so we began to raise our family, and, and we had these little girls that I loved to death, and I spent most of my time in trying to uh, be with them, and my wife too, of course. In your forties, uh, well, I was in the ministry at that time, and, uh, and the challenge to try to work and and uh, and still pastor and be in the ministry was difficult. Yeah, I came into the ministry when I was thirty-nine. And so my 40s, I was just getting used to church and doing the things that I was doing. Your 50s? Wow. Well, in the 50s, I moved to, when I moved to Dothan from Mobile, I never, I had been to different places, but I had never moved to, to, uh, out of Mobile, and so that was a big thing for me then to move to Dothan. Had never, yeah, I had been there once before to a meeting, but never thought I'd go back there again. So when I got there, it was a complete, um, it was a uh, complete turnaround from what I had been doing. Dothan is much different from Mobile. In your sixties, well, grandkids then, <laughs> grandkids, man, little grandkids, really? little kids. My wife and I both, you know, our first grandchild was a son, grandson, and then, then he had a sister. But we've been ever since then. We we I love those grandkids. My wife does too. If you could go back to any age, what would it be? Um, I, I would be in the 30s. It would be in the early 30s, around 30, 31. And the reason why I would 
because I didn't accept my call to the ministry until when I was 39. But I believe that, well, just from my knowledge of it now, I, I ran from acceptance for those years, and I, I think I could have done a lot more with my life if I'd have started earlier. My ministry, around. What's your most cherished family tra- tradition? Uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Is that what you asked? Yes, yes. Christmas and Thanksgiving. When I was in Dublin, um, the kids were, my oldest grandkids was old enough to come and be with us. And uh, we, we we look forward to that. We wouldn't only see them but twice a year. That was spring break and, uh, and Christmas. But, Thanksgiving, they rotated the times that they would come because they had such a long way to come. And this is my final question, Elvin. If if you had the power to change or to solve any one problem in the world, what would it be and why? Well... Without adding all of what I would do, I would, if I had the power, I would go uh, a call of uh, all of my siblings. Not no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All of the people uh, in my family that are kin to me. I have an aunt that had 13 children, and uh, I think it's uh, that family. I think is about 40 of them now, and. That would be my big thing. I would want to save some souls, especially those members of my family. Okay. Well, I, I, want to, I want to say this before you close. I want to. I want to, if you would recognize. I want to recognize my wife. She has been very, very instrumental in helping me. Uh, fulfill some of my dreams in ministry and in life. And she has been a jewel for the last 47 years and 11 months. Uh, Sunday, I think Sunday or Monday, we'll have 30 more days before we celebrate 48 years. But I wanted to make sure that she get uh, be a part of this interview. Yes, and we'll we'll make her a part. Oh yes, definitely. And and you didn't ask me, but I I have four grandkids. Uh, I've got a a young man that just finished from University of North Alabama. He's a he finished in culinary arts. He lives in uh, Florence. Yeah. And then I have another granddaughter. She goes to Tuskegee. She's a junior at Tuskegee. And then I have a grandson that's 15. He goes to Sparkman. And then a uh, granddaughter, she is 13. And she goes to um, Monrovia Middle School. My wife and my family. That's what got us to Huntsville. <laughs> that's a blessing. Amen. 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 
Thank you, Elder. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.